0: Welcome everyone to the Sonoma Spiel. My name is Tim Zahner with the Sonoma Valley Visitors Bureau. We're recording this in late winter. Late winter means when the vineyards are dormant. And I mentioned last time, the mustard is growing in the vines. When the vines are dormant though, is when some of the most important work happens is when they're pruning the vines and you have crews out there and they're snapping away with their Felco number four clippers and they're clipping everything and getting the canes ready for the next growth. And this past year or past month, excuse me, past week, past time distance sometime, we just had the pruning championship and every year um, the best from the different regions get together, and they have a big pruning championship this year. I think the pruning championship was held up in uh, Gurnville, or was it Geyserville? It was up in Geyserville at Ferrari Corano Vineyards in Alexander Valley, and uh, there's a really good story about it. But uh, the person that won in the men's division, Miguel Galvan with Vine Pro Vineyard Management, is the champion. Good job. And then, uh, Andrea Silva, with Atlas Vineyard Management in the women's division, took first place there. So, congratulations to them, and that's kind of the crucial part for every people coming here to taste our wine and see all the beautiful things. Uh, it really starts in winter, in dormancy, when they're preparing the vines for the next harvest. And uh, Sonoma Valley is an agricultural area, and it's a place where we celebrate things that grow. And we're more in tune with the agricultural cycles than we are than with other kind of seasonal cycles. So with that, it, it makes sense that today I have a special guest. I have this week a very special guest. I know every week I say that, every week I say that, this week I actually mean it. This week I have Jeannie Perales with Cinema Botanical Garden. Jeannie, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great, Tim. Thank you for having me. Of
0: course. And Jeannie, you, uh, you are not a winemaker,
1: no. Okay. I'm a
0: wine drinker. You're a wine drinker. I like to drink wine. You like to drink wine. Mm-hmm. Um, were you aware that the pruning championship was a thing up here before you came here?
1: I really wish I would have known. <laughs> <laughs> but now I know for next year. You
0: can you can uh, practice and, and yeah. see what you can do there. Um Jeannie, you're, you're with the Sonoma Botanical Garden. Yes. Um, can you tell me where that is for people who don't know?
1: Sure. It's on Highway 12 in Glen Ellen.
0: Okay. Yeah. And uh, so it's between, say, the town of Sonoma and going towards Santa Rosa. <laughs> yeah. And you're up there.
1: Kind of smack dab in the middle there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And
0: what was it always a botanical garden, or what's the story of that place?
1: Yeah. It's got a fascinating history. Um, our founder, her name was Jane Jansen Davenport. Okay. She bought the property in 1968. Okay. She lived in San Francisco, and so it was her one country getaway. Oh, okay. She bought 40 acres. Okay. And um, when she got there, she the house already existed. It was from 1958. Okay. It's a little ranch house, a 3-2, mm. kind of simple. Um, and she hired a gardener to put in a, a pretty garden all around it. <laughs> She's
0: like, I got an idea. Yeah. Put okay. in a garden.
1: A home garden, right. you know, okay. at that time. Um, she put in a pool and a tennis court and a little building where she could play bridge okay. uh, with her girlfriends late okay. into the night, as, as I understand did, it. As you did back then. Yeah, I think she she had a lot of fun, and she planted 15 acres of Cabernet Sauvignon, because that was her favorite wine. Okay. Um, And then she became interested in the upper part of the property, Hmm. which was an old quarry, a Ah. sandstone quarry, which had been quarried up until 1906. Oh. And so it was kind of, you might imagine, a sort of hot. Rocky
0: right. bald kind hillside of exposed.
1: exposed. Okay. There were some knobcomb pines and some okay. Douglas firs. Um but became interested in, in thinking what that could become. Mm. And there was some interesting topography because of the quarry. So there were these kind of indentations where a pond okay. could be created, um, creeks could be mm. kind of carved out. And she had this kind of wonderful team of gardeners that she was working with. Okay. And um this was, you know, by the, by this time this was like mid-70s. 70s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here we are in California, Northern California. We're part of the Pacific Rim, mm-hmm. right? And the geopolitical relationships with China were really shifting at that point, okay. right? So right. Um, I believe it was Nixon in 72 had kind of started conversations with right. China. There had been a, like, 22 years of no trade Mm. or communication essentially between our nations Um, and eventually with Carter in 79, Mm -hmm. um, trade opened up and everything changed, Okay, everything changed, including the nursery trade. And so um, nursery people became very interested in plants of East Asia.
0: Interesting, okay.
1: And so what happened was her gardening team struck up a partnership with um, Kew Gardens and Howick Arboretum.
0: Are those in Hong Kong, Kew Gardens? No, where's um, Kew Gardens? England. England, sorry. Yeah,
1: no, that's okay. Um, but there's no better gold standard than Kew Gardens. Okay. And so, because this was a private garden, you have to imagine. This was her home garden, right. essentially. She would never have been able to get the collecting permits herself. Oh, okay. But okay. To, to work with Kew Gardens and this arboretum, um, they were able to secure the collecting permits and then started going on these expeditions to East Asia. So she would go? She didn't go. Oh, okay. She funded them.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Bill McNamara who was the garden's second director after Jane. Okay. He was really the plantsman. Okay. And you know, he did these expeditions with people from Kew and from Howick and then people boots on the ground in in Asia. Okay. And they collected the seeds of rare and endangered plants. Okay. They couldn't bring the living Plant material out, but they because can bring of, the seeds.
0: There's probably pretty strict rules and that yeah. kind of stuff. Okay. It's, okay. it's
1: hard to move plants across borders. Okay, okay. Um, that's why you get checked for fruit at gotcha. border crossings exactly. and that kind of thing, right? Quick, kids,
0: eat that banana. <laughs> yeah, eat the there's no
1: fruit in here. Right. We're fine. Right. Um, so anyway, um, that's how that kind of got okay. started, and okay. they, they brought these seeds back and um, cultivated them, hmm. and then you know designed this really cool kind of organic feeling garden hmm. on the hillside and that's what we have today. And okay. so almost 40 years later, we've got this really dense, lush, green canopy.
0: And these plants are from Asia. Are they yeah. from the Asia that has similar weather to us, or are they from tropical <laughs> yeah. Asia, or what, what part are they from?
1: Temperate East Asia. Okay. Great question. Okay. So um, yeah, we don't have like a whole lot of tropical plants, like right. lots of bamboos and that okay. sort of thing that you would see in, in Southeast Asia. Got it. Um, but temperate Asia is essentially, temperate East Asia is China, Korea, Japan. Hmm. Um, other parts of our collection came from Himalaya and Mongolia. That's great. So you can imagine how exciting many of those expeditions would have been. I
0: imagine. So, like, you get your backpack, <laughs> yeah. you've got a little shovel, you're finding seeds. Yeah. You are trying to. You bring them back here and trying to get them to grow.
1: Right, right. And, and hopefully because we do. have the same, a very similar right. climate, uh, we don't freeze, okay. you know, right. basically. Um, but it gets cold enough at night. Okay. A lot of certain plants, you know, need cold weather at right. night. Right, right. So, for instance, um, roses are from China.
0: R- the rose bush, the flower. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. So do you, wait, do you guys have roses?
1: Yeah, we do. <laughs> okay. We have a rose garden, beautiful Everyone, rose garden. That's funny
0: because I think I always think of um, England when it comes to roses, <sighs> or, or Paris, or something like that. But yeah. I didn't know they're originally from Asia.
1: Well, they were great explorers as well, right? England. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so they went you all over the world and got the best of, of everything. Of this thing called
0: the uh, British Empire. <laughs> um, interesting. Okay, so so that's what you guys are known for. Yeah. And you used to have the name called Quarry Hill Garden, because mm-hmm. you weren't a quarry and a hill. Yeah. Um, but now you're the Sonoma Botanical Garden. Right. What's What's the impetus for that name change, and, and yeah. what does that mean for your, your mission?
1: So um, my predecessor, my most immediate predecessor, Scott Medberry, mm-hmm. who was the director um, after Bill and before okay. me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he had a... I think a great idea, or maybe he and the board, um, to, to change the name from Quarry Hill to Sonoma Botanical so that it would be more recognizable for people. Yeah, I think
0: Quarry Hill is sort of like, oh, it's a quarry
1: yeah. on the
0: hill. What does that mean? So.
1: I think it served its purpose for a long time, right. and, and um, I know there's a lot of people who still feel a really strong affinity for that name, oh, okay. um, which I can I can completely appreciate, but um, the word, the, the name Sonoma, there's not a better brand really. I
0: mean, I hear they name Podcast after yeah. it too, so <laughs> it's kind of How about spiel? How about the old spiel? Um, Um, And
1: that gave the opportunity also to acknowledge where we are, to sort of situate us in the Sonoma Valley, right? And um, and then to open up a portion of the garden, which had been back a house for a long time. Mm -hmm. So um, back in the nineties, Jane was very enterprising, our founder. And when um, the neighbor's property came up, there was a a piece of property called the Three Springs Ranch. Okay. And it was, it um, was a horse barn and pasture mm-hmm. and there were poultry barns. Um, and it's basically a 22 acre chunk mm-hmm. that was um, back a house for all this time up until 2021. And when Scott decided to open that up and that kind of with the name change gave us an opportunity to expand the mission to include okay. California native plants.
0: So now you're like, East Asia plants we got dialed in. Yeah. They've got an explanation where you do California natives.
1: Yeah. And that's
0: open to the public.
1: It is, yeah. Okay. And there's a really nice new trail that's been cut that is a gentler grade so it also um, increased okay. our accessibility. So the California Native Trail is a five percent grade. Okay. Whereas the 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 trail to go into the Asian garden was kind of ten percent right off the literally a quarry
0: road yeah. have been adapted, right? So it was very steep.
1: Very steep, yeah. yeah. And that yeah. you know, we still use that path, but it's nice to offer visitors um, a, a gentler slope to okay. enter the garden. Okay.
0: And what kind of plants do they see that are California natives? What, yeah. what does that mean?
1: So California natives, I mean there's um It's widely debated what that really means, right? And what what does native anything mean when you look at the uh, Columbian Exchange and the supercontinent of Pangea? Pangea. Yeah, it all came from Pangea. Okay, Pangaea first, the (laughs) Columbian Exchange in 1493, et cetera. Uh, So, what does native mean? Um, What we mean Mm -hmm. as uh, basically Northern California. Got it. Okay. Okay. So, you could, there's um, people say the California Floristic Province, but that's very broad. Well, what
0: a great. California floristic, floristic province, prov- which is because California, as a state, yeah. goes across so many. Do we still say biomes? Is it still a word? A bioregion? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever call? Yeah. Them? So there's so many variable places in this state.
1: Oh yeah, so it's okay. super broad. Yeah. So for us, what does California native mean? What exists there right now is six different species of California oaks. Okay. In an oak woodland okay. and oak savanna. Okay. Okay. So and just like. Any other trail you could go on here, the Overlook Trail or the regional parks, um, you're going to see a lot of g- exotic grasses right. that, of course, turn golden in the summer. Thank you
0: for calling them golden. Thank you. You yes. can stay. Thank you. <laughs> These are not brown grasses. No, it's They're golden. Gold. That's, you've been, <laughs> well done. You learned a lot in your year. I am. Good job. It's only okay. six months, actually. That's right. Good job. <laughs> but I've
1: become indoctrinated. <laughs> um, so, so, yes. Um, So it's a a beautiful space, but Mm -hmm. it is really in its infancy as far as what it it will be.
0: Got it. Okay.
1: So, um, you know, one day we'd like to deal with those exotic grasses and help to regenerate the native seed bank. Because
0: I've heard a lot of our golden grasses, some of those are introduced European grasses Mm -hmm. or from other places, and Mm -hmm. that native California grasses actually had a much uh, deeper root stock to get the waters up, and they would be, supposedly... Uh, be okay. greener longer because they were like 30 feet deep or something like that. Well,
1: that makes sense, actually. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to blame Luther Burbank. How, how about sure, that? Sure. Let's, blame, let's that. blame him. Hey,
0: thanks for the blackberries, buddy. <laughs> I mean, we like the potatoes and the Shasta Daisy, but there's blackberries everywhere because, you know, that's a Himalayan introduction blackberry. Mm, yeah, and they're everywhere. That bramble there's is There's probably one everywhere. growing around our ankles right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> they're everywhere.
1: Well, you got but, the mistletoe all over Santa Was that Rosa. him, too? That was him, the European mistletoe. I was
0: explaining to someone... Mm-hmm. Uh, Um, Last week about that, um, they're visiting, and I said, that's an an invasive species, Mm -hmm. um, and you you only see it really in the winter, because when the leaves are off the other trees. Yeah, Uh, it's parasitic. They're everywhere, though. Yeah,
1: they are. I had to look it up. Okay. I had to look it up because I thought, what is that bizarre, round, <laughs> growth? What is that?
0: I know. When you first move here, you're like, that is the weirdest like, bird nest I've ever seen. Yeah. It looks like a big bird nest, but they're usually yeah. perfect circles or, or almost like oblong um, ovals, um, very evident in like the top two-thirds of a tree. Yeah. Um, and and they're green right? when everything else they're is they're kind of
1: pretty they, they almost pretty. look like they're decorative or something like how'd they get that well, up there well people go
0: get them you know for Christmas yeah you know? <laughs> mistletoe so, so they are pretty but that's the thing um, Jeannie you seem to know a lot about plants is that because are you like a botanist or like a <laughs> micro whatever those people are called yeah <laughs> are you one of those people an agronomist what are you why are you here
1: <laughs> gosh this, this is an existential interview right, exactly. or what yes. uh, what is my purpose <laughs> <laughs> so um no i'm a generalist actually okay. so okay. i studied anthropology and communications and okay. psychology and um, never imagined i would end up being the director of a botanical garden okay. but um it, I love being in a garden. It's it's my happy place, and okay. um, I've kind of been in this ecosystem, so to speak, for a long time. I've been working in um, botanical gardens and art museums for 25 years. Okay, so I call myself a museum professional.
0: Got it. Okay. And
1: that I use that term really broadly. You know, okay. a museum is essentially a collections based mm-hmm. institution that often operates as an attraction. Yeah. Is usually a nonprofit.
0: Usually has like an educational kind of mission, mm-hmm. maybe. You know? Yeah,
1: and so I've always I started off in informal education. Okay. And then kind of moved into um, curation and exhibition design and okay. fundraising and administration. And I've just worn a whole lot of different hats. Got it. Um, and I've been in both art museums and public gardens, but gardens are my happy place. It's a place
0: to be. Mm-hmm. Where were you immediately before this, before you moved to Snow yeah. Valley?
1: Um, Well, I moved here from Florida for the job, from Sarasota, Florida. I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, we did a reverse migration, I suppose. (laughs) Uh, 2,924 miles, in fact. Really? Did Uh, you guys drive? We did. well, fantastic. With a U-Haul and a dog yes. and a niece. Oh, that's It was that's the wonderful. great American road trip. We did actually Did stop
0: it? and see everything along the way? Like the largest ball of twine and like.
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> my favorite museum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you do the southern route? You must do the southern route. So like, we did what? 40. Okay. Because
1: 10 okay. too hot in the
0: southern. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. just too hot. Yeah, 40, 40
1: was great. I highly recommend it because okay. it's the Route 66. It
0: is. It's a really yeah. neat
1: route. Um, yeah, so we moved from Florida. So my job right before this was at the Ring Museum. I was in charge of a capital campaign, okay. so I was in fundraising. And then um, prior to that, I was at Selby Gardens for almost eleven years. Okay. So Selby Gardens is the botanical garden in Sarasota. Oh, Sarasota. Okay. And uh, yeah.
0: Now in Florida, do they have like a lot of like tropical plants, and that's their kind of thing? Yes. Okay. okay.
1: Definitely a subtropical climate. Okay. Um, Selby specializes in neotropical plants, so okay. Central, South America, the Caribbean.
0: Oh, neotropicals in uh-huh. the New World. The is New it? World. Oh, okay. Yeah, the like New is it World plants that you invented. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> so, for instance, I don't know my Asian plants very well yet Got it. because okay. i I know my tro- I know my Neotropical plants Understood. much better. No. So, okay. I have a big learning curve there at the garden. But it's I I'm a lifelong learner, You're so there. that's yeah. a fun yeah, challenge. Yeah, and it
0: is funny in California we do have a lot of connection with Asian plants, um, mm-hmm. especially like San Francisco has a great botanical garden, mm-hmm. but even the culture here. Um, historically, in Northern California, you had a lot of Japanese farmers, yeah. and so there were a lot of Japanese plants and vegetables and things in Northern California. Yeah. Um, we were talking earlier about Japanese maples uh, are a big thing out here. People yeah. do love them, and there was even uh, gangs of people stealing Japanese maples. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if they're actually Japanese, but that's what we call them here. Um, so it's kind of neat that you get you to learn something new about yeah. who we are here. Um, but you didn't. You didn't study plants. Were you, when you were a kid, were you like, what did you want to be? Um,
1: I wanted to be an interior decorator or oh. a landscape architect. Oh, so
0: you're kind of in that zone. Sort of in that I like zone, that. at least. Okay. And,
1: I, and I work with a lot of over the years. I've worked with a lot of landscape architects. Okay. Um, you know, just in kind of master planning yeah. at sites like this. And um, but yeah, no, I, I never anticipated. But then again, I studied anthropology. Anything right. could happen. <laughs>
0: Study people. Yeah. People do lots of stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. It just means you're interested in everything. That's right. I mm-hmm. like that. Be a
0: generalist because yeah. you never know. Yeah. Um, so you moved out here, and then um, you're living up in Glen Ellen now, or Kenwood. Yeah. Um, what's a big difference you think between living in Florida than living in Northern California? Because oh. there must be some differences.
1: Oh my gosh, everything, everything. There's more hills. Oh my gosh, everything. I mean, yeah, the the topography is amazing. Yeah. The climate here is. Incredible, because your hair doesn't frizz up. No humidity. We love the weather.
0: It's just delightful.
1: The change of seasons is wonderful. It's been, you know, a, for us, a chilly and kind of gray winter, oh, right. but um, and so that that's been a little bit of a oh, an that adjustment. That's right. Um, and especially because the winters in Florida are really lovely. That's the
0: best time. The right? winters in
1: Florida are like our summers, right? Right. right. So I'm used to like a sunny. You're outside all the time <laughs> in the winter. Right. So that's been an adjustment, but but kind of a nice one. Right. You know, I'm a little personally an introvert extrovert, so okay. it's. It's an opportunity to
0: inward focus. Yeah, like recharge
1: the batteries. Kind
0: of
1: build a fire. Go slightly
0: dormant, like the plants. Yeah, so that
1: sleepy time is—it's kind of a welcome change for us. You know, Um, also we live in Glen Ellen. uh, We live in the garden, actually. That's great. We joke that we're garden gnomes because we're just <laughs> always there. Uh, we're just, just always sitting in on the a garden. toadstool. Yeah, we're just, just garden out. gnomes. But so that's been a really big change. Mm. We lived in a little, uh, very like Florida suburban neighborhood with 77 oh, really? houses all packed in, and we knew everybody and were everyone.
0: Like, in my mind, Florida is like always pastel colored with palm trees. Yeah, and that might be wrong. Yeah, no, that's, no.
1: that's pretty accurate. Okay, yeah, and okay. big palm trees are we on a and,
0: lake. And, and, and everyone has lawns, but it's that weird Florida grass. Yeah, it's this weird spongy, well, scratchy stuff. it's
1: not a Florida grass. It is an exotic invasive.
0: (laughs) Along with the, uh, don't you guys have like anacondas there now too? Oh
1: my gosh, pythons. Pythons. Yes. Yes. We have a lot of exotic... Things and people in Florida—it's <laughs> a very interesting state. It is never dull. Never, never a dull moment never in Florida. Dull. There. Um, but yeah, so we lived in this—you know—tightly packed, tightly knit okay. community. So I think living really rural. Now has you're been very a rural. For
0: people listening, Glen Ellen is exceptionally diffuse, and I mean, it's a, it's a cute little town, but oh, the population so spread out. Yeah. Um, people live up in the hills, or they live on farms, yeah. or or vineyards, because a lot of grape growing happens up there. It's
1: quiet. We it's didn't get quiet. any trick or treaters we didn't that did would have
0: to get in a, that'd be so funny a trick or treater they would have to walk through like half a mile of vineyard to get to- <laughs> I know
1: and the other night we decided we'd try to order pizza we didn't know if we would be able to get oh. a delivery to our house but El Fuoco actually yeah, delivered. delivered Okay. delivered out there I was really excited about that so it's looking up <laughs> Look it up. No, it's great. We love Glen Ellen. It's right. super sweet. Um, it's just a really delightful it's probably place a lot to be.
0: Beautiful stars at night. Oh and, my gosh! You know, big skies. it's yeah. Valley of the Moon, as they call it. So that's a good spot. But yeah, I imagine a little bit different. Yeah. And the food's probably a little bit different. I imagine.
1: Yeah, well, you it's know? a foodie community. Yeah, and we like that. My good. husband and I are both foodies. My husband's from Spain, so we've done a lot okay. of traveling, okay. and we, you know, we kind of been around the world. Okay, and so, so wait, we... what's the
0: best Spanish dish in your mind?
1: Oh. Hmm, well, a really, really simple one called tortilla They de patatas. I was
0: going to ask about this. I had neighbors who were Spanish. Yeah. And they said, you want to come over for tortilla? I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, you're just going to flip a tortilla. Like, I'm like, <laughs> and then they went over it's there. Not and, a Mexican no, tortilla. No, exactly. And he's like chopping potatoes and yeah. onions. Yeah. Um, and it was really funny. And he goes, this is the real tortilla. Uh-huh. And uh, that's
1: quite good. <laughs> it's delicious. It's simple. It's like peasant food, but it's so good. But
0: Spaniards, I don't know, my sample yeah. size one, uh, they have opinions about food.
1: <laughs> you think? <laughs>
0: like, he was he was so so funny. We invited us all over, uh, and we we're doing a paella, uh-huh. and, you know. And he's like, "We're doing a real paella." And so all the Mexican neighbors were like, "This is the worst paella we've ever had. There's no spice, <laughs> There's no kick, and why is there like a rabbit?" And he, you know, and and so he, that is real. And he's like, "No, this is what paella is." Yeah. He was such an absolutist. I, I uh-huh. love. He was was a he great from neighbor.
1: Valencia? He was yes. from that area. Yeah. That's where they do the duck. <sighs> yeah, they do, and not duck. I'm sorry, the, rabbit. The rabbit. He yeah. was so
0: mortified when, the, when the, the Mexicans were like, "Okay, this is not spicy." Yeah. Whitney Need some kick.
1: <laughs> well, in Spanish chorizo has paprika and garlic in it. Uh, yeah. And Mexican chorizo has pe- like um, spicy pepper yes. in it. So it's a it's a very different and think, flavor. And
0: California were obviously influenced by Mexico, this yeah. being the last Mexican outpost in, in California. Uh, Sonoma. Which actually
1: was Spanish, by but the way. But Spanish.
0: But, but <laughs> I would say Sonoma was founded actually during Mexican independence from Spain. Oh, yeah. Our That's mission true. was the only one, uh, and this was the end of the Spanish Empire. This is, okay. if you're listening, Spanish people this was the ass end of the empire Tio Pepe yeah <laughs> Tio Pepe. this is like if you were sent up here yeah like Spain didn't like you oh, right they're oh. like go to the farthest reach oh, think wow. about it how far mm. we are yeah we are you got all South America yeah then they go up to North America and it kind of ends actually at Sonoma if you notice yeah. the towns north of us don't have Spanish names
1: yeah oh um,
0: no the more last signs. one is Santa Rosa and yeah. that's it after that it's you know Windsor Healdsburg Ukiah oh I never thought
1: it's, about that this
0: was the end of it hmm. so if you if you were a Spaniard yeah and you were up here. Right. You were a problem.
1: You were, like, excommunicated. <laughs> you were,
0: like, get, go. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it's that's, that's good to know about la tortilla. La tortilla de, de patatas. Patatas. Okay. <laughs> that's good. Thank you for learning something. welcome. Gracias, <laughs> um, Okay, so you're from Florida. You came here. You got the stuff. What I noticed, Botanical Garden, is... Not only was there a shift away from being solely um, East Asian plants, yeah, but also you started doing exhibits like yeah. rotating things. I think it started with last year. There was one on citrus, mm-hmm. which was really cool. And I think you had a bunch of citrus plants you had access to, or yeah, and they like us. And this year you had one on bonsai,
1: right?
0: Which wasn't a big exhibit because uh, bonsai. Oh, so, okay, genius, it's just a
1: tiny exhibit. Oh my goodness. Okay, oh, no, so okay. tell me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, hey, hey um, editor, add some laughter in there. Okay, so, <laughs> so, tell, me about, track. so tell me about um, what what's the rationale behind that yeah. and what that means for visitors and, and, and if there's new exhibits coming up.
1: Yeah, great. That's a great question. Um, so, yeah, this year we did um, a little exhibit, Bonsai Thank Living you. Sculptures, uh, the Art and Science of Bonsai, in partnership with the Redwood Empire Bonsai Society. Okay. That's a Sonoma County nonprofit. And... Um, And last year, you're right, Scott, my predecessor, had launched um, the citrus exhibit. It was called From East to Zest. Okay. And so that is, the idea behind that is, it's called the museum model. Okay. And it's an operating model that museums use. Okay. Um, And basically what it means is that you put in a rotating roster of exhibitions. The cornerstone of the model is rotating exhibitions. And then the building blocks are public programs. Mm. And public programs are like activities, right? Tours, classes, workshops, events, live music, things like that. And they're all usually kind of related to your exhibit, right? So um, that's exactly what we're doing. We're implementing the museum model. Started off this year with Bonsai. Um, On April 5th, we'll open Ribbit Exhibit. (laughs) Uh, which is an adorable and very whimsical collection of twenty-two copper frogs doing cheeky things like um mowing the lawn and walking a dog and playing the trumpet. Um and they're they're garden statues essentially. Okay.
0: Um and Are these big ones? Like yeah. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, they're not, you know, frog size, they're, right, like, they're like human sized. Okay, okay, got it. Yeah, so like oh this they're is really They're anthropomorphic amphibians, yeah. okay? <laughs> you
0: can't see them, they're underwater.
1: Yeah. So the, the artist is out of North Carolina and okay. he's been been traveling these frogs for about twenty years oh. to gardens all across the country. Okay. And it's what you call a plug and play in okay. the exhibition world. It comes it it comes sort of packaged. Uh, it has collateral with it. You can do okay. with it what you want. There's frog names. There's frog stories, um, and then you install them in your garden oh, or cool. nature center, or museum, okay. whatever okay. it is, um, and then you know you can build programs around that. Okay. So that's that's Rivet, and it, that'll it. open. Um, we'll have a VIP members-only reception on April fourth, okay. and uh, so you should join if you haven't joined yet, because you can come to our party.
0: Be a VIP. Uh huh. Okay. And
1: then um, and then the next day, the fifth. Opens to the public and it's gonna run through the summer. So it'll go through the end of August.
0: Okay. Which, okay, you mentioned just, you tip your hand, membership. Yeah. Um, People can join this organization. That's and, right. And
1: <laughs> That's right. You sure can. This,
0: this is where we change like the, the public radio drive. <laughs> like, and join now and get your tote bag. Right. Um,
1: oh, speaking of tote bags no, <laughs> so uh.
0: what, Because you can pay to get in. Right. There's a ticket price sometimes. Yeah. All the times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, but if you become a member, it's free because you get annual things.
1: That's right. Things. Okay. Yeah. So membership is a great deal. It's, um, it's you know, it's an economic union, like Got marriage. It. Okay.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah totally. <laughs>
1: you're sort of marrying us. You're for marrying a year. The plants. You're marrying the garden. You're marrying the plants. But But what what that means, of course, is that you can come back time and again. We're also part of the American Horticultural Society, which means you get free access to 350 gardens across the country. Oh, really?
0: It's there, an is there someone deal. that's been to all of them and they have like a passport mm-hmm. they get stamped or something like that? It
1: might be me. That
0: you should do it. Like, Three hundred and fifty something?
1: <laughs> so, so it's a great deal, basically, is my, yeah. my point. So you can go to San Francisco Botanical Garden okay. for free. You can go, I think Ruth Bancroft is part of the reciprocal. Okay. I want to say the in Walnut Creek. I want to okay. say the Berkeley Garden is reciprocal. Okay. So um yeah, it's a great deal. It's a good deal. Okay. It's a great deal. And then, you know, we're adding a lot of value for members this year. We're gonna add a couple of new programs um, kind of in conjunction with Ribbit. Mm -hmm. One of them, well, both of them really could be standalone. Um, In May, we're going to launch a music series called Acoustic Sunsets. Okay. And we're going to do 27 nights of live music unplugged. Um, you can bring dogs. Oh, that's cool. For the first time, we're going to allow people to bring well-behaved, mm. I, I should say well-behaved owners with leash dogs. Well, that's yeah. what's happening. Well, then I can't go. I know. Right. <laughs> um, people can bring picnics. People can BYO, whatever. They can bring okay. their kids. We'll have lawn games. And that's free for members. So it's kind of like a members music series. Oh, that's a
0: nice little perk. Yeah. And how many concerts are there?
1: 27. That's a lot. Wednesday nights. It's Wednesday, Wednesday night is neighborhood night in Glen Ellen. Okay. And that was inspired by the star. Oh, okay. So okay. I loved the concert. Concept of neighborhood night, and my husband and I have gone a couple times, and we've just had such a nice time. And I thought this is a really cool idea. You know, we got our Tuesday night market in Sonoma on the plaza, (laughs) which is so awesome. We that's one of the our favorite things we did when we first. That is an
0: epic farmers market. I mean, it's not a farmers market; it's a party with an occasional vegetable tucked in somewhere. (laughs) There's some kale over there, right? All right. So then then Wednesday, Mm -hmm. as you mentioned, Glen Ellen Star has a locals night or community night, and and it's a big thing. So you're going to continue that. Yeah. Live music,
1: live music. Dogs, people can bring kids, picnic, BYO, picnics, B, BYO, BYO P,
0: whatever. We're inviting okay.
1: vintners to come and pour, so people oh, can okay. do a sip and stroll for free. Okay. Um, we haven't filled all those nights yet, but we're working on that. If
0: you're not a member, though, can you still go? You can still go. Okay. You just
1: pay the the entry the fee, fee, which is okay. fifteen dollars okay. per person.
0: Well, okay. For adults.
1: Deal. No, no, it's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What are you talking? This is the best this idea It's a great ever. idea, and not just because it was my idea.
1: No, it's 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 really. I don't have any original okay. ideas. This is these are the kinds of things that you do. There are no new ideas. There are no new ideas. But and
0: this we're is, not the first person to say that. No. Um, so, um, will you, you, do you guys have like a gift shop there or something like that, where yeah. people can buy? Can like, during Acoustic Sunrise, they're like, oh, I want to buy a garden implement or something like that
1: oh yeah yeah we've okay. got a great little shop actually okay. and we're stocking up on picnic blankets and all kinds so of all other fun of stuff, like you know. kind of summer themed things okay. and um lots of frog themed things as well right now there are now. people
0: who like frogs Yeah, they collect frog stuff. seriously
1: yeah frogs, it's weird well, you know frogs have a life cycle just like you know ladybugs oh, and do. butterflies true. and they're kind of fascinating well, creatures and
0: right now yeah. um you start hearing them out because when it rains in California oh, during our our uh, cooler season <laughs> um you can hear the frogs going crazy yeah. and and then they're going to have frog you not know, frog babies frog eggs I guess and then the tadpoles come out so, yeah. so around the time that Ribbit exhibit's happening oh. you're in a crucial part of the frog life cycle
1: <laughs> I love it so <laughs> you're good at this Tim every kid <laughs> yeah. gets a tadpole no. <laughs> kid, <yeah>. so <laughs>
0: like you yeah. got yeah. one like, like the goldfish from the fair goldfish. great yeah. thanks
1: everyone <laughs> something else that's gonna die in well, our house speaking countries. of kids yeah. we are also gonna launch Sunday Fun Days what's that um, so it'll be a monthly kind of family festival type feel um, mm. It's I think it's the Second Sunday of every month, June, July, and August.
0: Okay.
1: And we're bringing um, Art Escapes Art Van Gogh. Oh, great. Yes, okay. they're great. They have an art, they yeah. put it in a van and yeah. it goes. That's yeah. the name. Art Van Gogh. Art Van Gogh. And Art
0: Escape, by the way, just a quick side note, Bill don't yeah. know, it's in the Sonoma Springs. They have a lot of good activities, whether you live here or you're visiting. Uh, geared toward teens mm-hmm. um, and it's very friendly and approachable you don't need to be a professional artist it's yeah. just like creativity yeah. and super positive stuff and oh. I love their building there with the springs they always have a bunch of bikes parked in front of it because kids are all excited and yeah. it's cool it's an it's awesome smart.
1: organization mm-hmm. I really believe there's four kind of natural therapies mm-hmm. nature movement art and arts and crafts mm-hmm. and music.
0: Okay. And yeah. so,
1: in a way, we're kind of combining all those things, Put them all you know? Together. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have Art Van Gogh um, from Art Escapes. We'll have um, music with Miss Mindy. She's a children's musician. Oh, okay. Okay. And we're going to have face painters. Okay. And Sonoma Yoga is going to do family yoga oh, with all kinds of froggy poses. Okay. And, it's going to be really fun. So it'll be, you know,
0: we're leaning into the frogs. We're leaning
1: into the frogs. We're working with it. So, uh, so okay. yeah. And then again, that's free for members and included really, with admission. Okay. So, yeah. and that'll be on Sundays. Yeah, okay. it just once a month in the summer. Got it. Yeah,
0: you got a lot going on over there.
1: We got a lot going on. We really want this garden to become a part of the the bigger community. Okay, I can't tell you how many times since I've been here for seven months, I run into people. I introduce myself. I say where I work and. Nine times out of ten, like, I didn't know we had a botanical garden. They never knew. So I don't want that to happen anymore. And well, you got
0: the big <laughs> sign in front. It says Sonoma Botanical Garden," mm-hmm. and I think programming is smart and getting like Art Escape will bring people out there yeah. because they're tied in here with a lot yeah. of people. Um, And having 27 different musicians come up. We've talked earlier on this podcast that Sonoma Valley has an inordinate amount of musicians. (laughs) I don't know why that is. Um, But people love to go to the live music here. And a lot smaller towns and villages don't have that kind of live music scene. So that's a smart move. That's that's a very smart move. Um, It was a good
1: idea. I told you. See, you're so smart.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And no one else has ever done that ever. It's brand new. (laughs) Ever. Um, when, When people go to your garden... Explain <laughs> to my garden, or your, your museum, or whatever we're calling this place here. It's a garden. A garden. <laughs> um, t- take me through the experience for a first time visitor. Like, yeah. what's it like they pull off Highway 12?
1: Yeah. Take me through it. That's a great question. When you pull off Highway 12, um, you'll be driving through a Cabernet Sauvignon vineyard. Mm. So it feels like. Anywhere else on Highway Twelve? You know, it's just right. well, you're in wine country, so I love that the vineyard situates us in right. the valley. Um, and then you park, and okay. um, and you you sort of walk a little ways, kind of south. Okay. Um, when my predecessor was here and he opened up the California Native section, he really changed the 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 sort of wayfinding okay. for for guests and so I think a lot of people who have been there before are still like kind of groping their way through trying got to find it, where right, they're right, right. so we're working on wayfinding we actually right. got um, funding for new signage oh, and that great. sort of thing so um, and then you approach the visitor center the yeah. welcome center which actually is right now under um, um, kind of undergoing a transformation Mm. itself because we're working with Sonoma Ecology Center and Habitat Corridor Project to Mm. put in a um, California native, fire-resilient, water-wise demonstration garden all around our visitor center. Okay, So you're going to walk up and you're going to see all these California native plants soon. When we open Rivet, we're gonna <laughs> right. unveil the garden. Okay. Right now it's like a lot of mulch and tilling okay. and stone. Um but and then when you walk into the welcome center, that's where the we sell the tickets, that's where our Got gift it. shop is. Okay. And right now that's where bonsai is on display okay. through March twenty okay. second. Okay. Um and then you walk through that like I mentioned, that kind of gentler slope. It's like this five percent grade up through the California oaks trail. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. And then so. if you want to go up to the Asian part, mm-hmm. is that we go to the left and you go up the hill? Yeah.
1: So okay. you keep going through the, the oaks and then you keep kind of going up the hill and then you cross through um, a redwood forest mm. that the founder and, and the garden team planted kind of okay. to delineate her property from the neighbor's property. Got it. Okay. So it's this beautiful little redwood forest. You pass through it and then you're in this Asian garden. Oh, that's cool. Which right now has its winter look, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> right. it's it, you know, it's um, if you like barks and berries and you know seeing the birds right. this is a great time it's to come it's actually
0: great bird watching right it's great bird because, watching right now you know, in the summer you can hear them you can't see them
1: that's right yeah and now i'm now seeing both all the birds right, right now it's awesome and when you get there you know you, you you're like okay this is different mm. this is not your kind of more sparsely kind of grassy savannah right. type area it's really lush um you can hear creeks flowing mm. there's water year-round which is special yep. you know yep. i think that's why we have such amazing wildlife there just this morning, I looked out my office window, and I saw a bobcat. For real? I saw a bobcat. So I was going
0: to bring, you mentioned the Cinema Ecology Center. You're on a wildlife corridor that we goes are. from the Cinema Mountains to the Myakamas Mountains, or, or Myoconis Mountains, whatever you uh-huh. want to call it. Um, <laughs> And you, I think, in addition to bobcats, yeah, I think there's mountain lions yeah. out there. There's supposedly bear up there in the mountains. Yeah. so you get a lot of big animals. We
1: have we have megafauna. We do. Megafauna, we have megafauna thank you. in the garden. We've got apparently P five, which is one of the mountain lions yeah. who's, who's kind of infamous for some
0: reason. We saw P five was uh, so they're tagged on their collars uh-huh. and they have names. Okay, <clears throat> actually, if you go to Wine Snob winery yeah. they have some different wines <laughs> devoted to the to the cougars and the, the ah, pumas. Neat. Um, but I think P five was caught on a camera in the springs last week. So oh, they're here. P five I mean, or P four. But yeah they're they're okay. they're out there. Yeah. You think P stands for Panther? What does okay. P stand for?
1: Well, that makes sense.
0: Maybe they're all named Pedro. Who knows? Pedro I don't, I don't Pedro <laughs> number five. Pedro number five. Pedro number like, four and Pedro number five. Just, <laughs> we had a good name, we ran with it. Um but that's that's cool that you, they've been uh, yeah. tagged in your area.
1: Huh? Yeah, so we've got um, bobcats, mountain lions, coyote. Um, oh, yeah. Right now we have two pair of deer. Oh. Two different pair of deer okay. living in the garden, which actually so, isn't good for a garden, but <laughs> I sure love seeing them. It makes me feel happy. Well, it's, so. <laughs> if it's almost
0: spring, you're going to have the baby skunks coming out soon. Oh, yeah, they're not the brightest. <laughs> Like they're like, it's funny because like adult skunks figured out avoid going. Baby skunks like go in your door and stuff. Like they're like very curious good like to know. kittens. Okay. Yeah, and so you'll always see um, in the springtime when when the babies come out. Uh, often people walking down a country road will have a skunk following them, and they're like, "This is not good." And there's like a little baby skunk like I'm gonna say hi. Um, so I, that would be kind of cool to see the wildlife up there too. Yeah,
1: it's be, it's great.
0: That'd be it's neat. great. Um, but okay, before we go any further on, you, do you guys have a website so people can find more information Me about do. you? What is your website?
1: It's um, sonomabg.org.
0: Sonomabg.org. Mm-hmm. Um, people can find membership information, they can find out about the Ribbit exhibit the California Native Plant Exhibit, the Sunday Fun Days, and the Acoustic Sunrises. Sunsets.
1: Sunsets. Yeah, don't come out at sunrise. Nothing will be... I mean, the musicians are still asleep. (laughs) That's true. Oh, they're definitely still asleep. They're still asleep. Until the crack
0: of noon. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Um, Yeah, and and also we have a calendar listing that lists all of our different tours and programs that we're offering. Okay,
0: SonomaBG.com.
1: Yeah, Uh, .org. Uh, .org, sorry. And if you're so inclined, um, you can sign up for our newsletter, which is a monthly e-blast. It's free. Okay. You don't have to be a member to receive it. Um, and I send out a monthly you know report okay. and just sort of update and so that people can kind of see what's coming what's and what we've been on. up to. Yeah okay. so
0: um, And I like that you you mentioned like, you work with the ecology center yeah. and the different people that are part of the natural, Environment here, because yeah. that is you know people do come to Snow Valley. Of course, grapes and agriculture is a big part of it. Yeah. but also a huge part of it is our wild spaces uh, and our semi-wild spaces. Yeah. And especially as you get into the upper reaches of those mountains, yeah. there's no ag up there. It's like yeah. it's like rocks and mountains and trees, oh, and
1: it's incredible. p
0: <laughs> <We're>, five
1: five. <laughs> we're very lucky here. We yeah. have so much well, green space. Yeah, I was yeah. Um, in Florida. I, w- I sat on the Science and Environment Council for a dozen years in Sarasota. Mm. So I was the longest serving member of the council. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and when I came here, I was like, how am I going to find all my people? How oh, yeah. do I find my conservation corps? They all come out know? of the woodwork. And I'm, I'm finding them. They're and are everywhere. It's a, it's a very nice, collaborative group of people yeah. that um, are—they got each other's back. And I'm going to
0: have uh, Caitlin from the Ecology Center on the podcast again. Uh, coming up, and okay. uh, she's a like, quite accomplished biologist, and she'll talk very in-depth about the science and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, and they do such good work for they for do. things like that, and amazing. I love how they're really into the Sonoma Creek watershed. And It's it's funny, the older you get, I like, the more I'm like, this is really amazing. When you're younger, you take it for granted. Yeah. And you're like, how does all this stuff fit together and work, and where do we fit into it? And it's yeah. it's pretty amazing.
1: It's nice to live in a state that really values conservation and clean oh, yeah. space, and um, yeah, really it's, I mean,
0: well, where you are, so you've got the state parks. Sugarloaf State Park is next to you. Mm-hmm. Jack London State Park's is on the side of the hill over there. Sonoma Valley Regional Park, mm-hmm. which is incredibly accessible, especially for people yeah. in wheelchairs or if you have strollers, yeah. the kids, because it's a paved area. And that goes into Glen Ellen. Um, you know, we don't have national parks, per se, in Sonoma Valley, but right. we have almost everything else. Yeah. Um, and the Redwoods aren't far away. Oh, my
1: gosh. Armstrong Redwoods. Yeah, and then cool. to go over to Point Reyes. I yeah. mean, this... County blows my mind. Like the biodiversity <laughs> in this county. That's what I'm just
0: saying, like the California.
1: I cannot believe
0: it. it it's Pluristic a weird state. Province. <laughs> well, because like California has like deserts to alpine areas to to you know the, the the coast, and so just up in this county we have a fair amount of that. Yeah. And it's weird to have that incredible diversity. You drive 20 miles. And it changes, oh. but a lot of topography and the rivers and stuff like that.
1: But oh, it, it's amazing! I think the first time we drove over to Bodega Bay, that was maybe a month into our mm-hmm. being here. Um, my husband and I kept looking at each other, and I was like, "Why is there so much open land? What's oh. going on? How come everything isn't developed? Because we came oh, right. from Florida, <laughs> oh, right, 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 you know? Right, right, right. We did." And then I learned about the. Um, the this sort of citizen effort mm. uh, f- it started in Marin County I believe in the in the 60s and then you know kind of moved into like Helping to establish Point Reyes as a national seashore, there's a lot of and preservation
0: of the coast. Yeah, all it's the owned by, conservation like, land. And I don't know about in Florida but In California, you can't own the coast. Yeah, no, like,
1: that's not the case in Florida. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's
0: by law you're allowed anywhere up yeah. to the high water mark. Yeah, along the coast. Yeah, and that's uh, amazing. That's there's always like the rich people down in southern you know Southern California uh, <laughs> <laughs> who were like trying to keep people off. You're like, no, yeah. that's the law. Yeah. So no, of,
1: that's amazing. You know, yeah,
0: so it's it's kind of cool, and it really does make it if you're a hiker or any kind of outdoorsy person I like how you mentioned that's one of the ways to kind of fill your soul is to be outdoors Mm -hmm. um and you know you don't have to be rich to have a big plot of land you just got to be able to go outside and take the bus to the regional park access and walk around someplace right so that's right that's the way it is all right um genie you know a lot of things you're 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 a wealth of information. You know about museums. You studied anthropology. You did all sorts of stuff like that. So, this is great. Uh, Ask me anything. Well, that's why. Uh-oh. <laughs> Good. Uh, and again, before we get to cinemabg.org for any questions about the Botanical Gardens, um, but we've got two visitor centers. You know that one in the plaza, one at jacuzzi. People call us, ask us questions, they text us, all sorts of things. Uh, today I'm making you one of our volunteers, because you're going to help me out in what we call we we Get Get it. Questions. questions ready? Yeah,
1: I'm okay. ready. You
0: haven't seen these? No, I haven't I, seen them. And we just had lunch, but I didn't, get, I didn't show them to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> so here's the questions that we get. I'll read them to you, and you don't have to answer them. You can just do your best guess, or you can just say, Tim, help me out. So here we go. I have an itinerary coming up. I would love any input. And this is the listings. Salt and Stone, Happy Hour Lunch, Glen Ellen Star, Jack London Bar, Golden Bear Station, Girl in the Fig. Anything else in the area that I must get in? This is from Facebook. So, oh. Yeah, like they, that's, that's a pretty exhaustive itinerary. Uh, they're all places to eat. <laughs>
1: I didn't, I know. I think they're going to do walk it up and maybe even sober up a little bit at Sonoma Botanical Garden. Good answer. Uh huh. Good okay. answer.
0: So, because that's near Golden Bear Station, mm-hmm. um, which is a new restaurant. Um, and it's near, you're also between, say, Glen Allen Star and Golden Bear Station. You are bracketed by two wonderful restaurants. Yeah. Um, so I think it's right. You should go to Sonoma Botanical Garden and walk it off.
1: Yeah, walk it and off. Depending, three on miles you, of hiking trails. Three miles. Mm-hmm. And plus,
0: I hear there's an amazing frog exhibit coming. There
1: is. rivet it exhibit. It's going to take this town by storm. But, you know, we also have this beautiful view once you get to the summit. There's mm-hmm. a, a Chorten or Stupa which Ooh. is where we have the prayer flags, right? and the view over the valley is That's a stunning. great view, looking back there. And okay. with the acoustic sunsets, we'll be offering that view at sunset, which we're not usually open at sunset, uh, so that's new. So.
0: Okay, good. So Botanical Garden is the right answer. Um, if anyone's coming from Spain, any of your family come from Spain, do you take them any places that are like special or have they visited you yet?
1: No, we haven't they had a Spanish family come. We've had a, a lot of the American families okay. come. Actually, and lots of also people who aren't really family or very close friends. It's, <laughs> All it's of a sudden,
0: they're like, oh, I've always We're wanted to see visit. Like We went to middle school and I didn't talk to you. <laughs> no,
1: it's great. I mean, I don't blame them. I want to come visit, right. too. Um, we've been to Armstrong Redwoods. Okay. I think that's a spectacular point. I mean, Reyes is amazing. Right. Closer to home, I think the Benzinger Winery oh, and good one. tram tour no. is awesome. Isn't that fun? Yeah. So great. Okay. Um,
0: you did a good job. So good. Get, so, this person from Facebook, go to the Botanical Garden yeah. and go to those other things. Good. Here's a question we got today. It's from a guy from Boston. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Is the farmer's market open already? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> he didn't say he's from already? Boston, <laughs> but he walked by. <laughs> And that was a and pretty I'm, good I'm impersonation. Like, You're from Boston, so like, yeah. How'd you know? I'm like, Shh. so uh, Friday mornings.
1: Yeah.
0: Is the farmers market open already? Do you know?
1: It is open. It is. It's open, open till noon.
0: Yeah, it's open every Friday year-round. Yeah. On Friday and open till I think noon or noon thirty. I can never tell. Okay. They're farmers. They don't move that fast.
1: Uh, <laughs> it takes a while to break everything down. But uh,
0: yes, Mr. Boston guy, it's open. <laughs> it's open. <laughs> and uh, I go there and I get from Baker and Cook. I get uh, a seasonal fruit galette. And I get what Ooh. she insists on calling, um, oh, what she called them beignets? But they're actually donut holes. They're expensive-looking donut holes. They're so good. They're not expensive-looking. They're, they're delicious. They're so good. <laughs> they're
1: just expensive. But well, they're no, delicious. They're, that's they these. <laughs> they're only
0: like four dollars okay. for the whole bag. Oh, that's so they're bad. not.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but they taste expensive, and mm. they're gluten-free if you're a gluten-free oh, person. So okay. I'm not, but I know people who are. So yeah, they're, they're really good. Okay, okay. So right, the farmers' market is open already. Yeah. Get your donkeys, guy from Boston. <laughs> okay. This one came in via text. People can text us. Oh, wow. Here we go. Okay. I'm considering a vacation to Sonoma in early March. Is there a wine pass that could cover tastings at multiple wineries? Beside wine tasting, what other activities or events take place in March?
1: Oh. Well, you could come see the bonsai exhibit at Sonoma Botanical Garden (laughs) until March 22nd. I'm so glad you asked.
0: Fantastic. (laughs) All right. So, Robert from Washington, you can go to the bonsai exhibit in March. That's a good answer. Is, there, is that the only thing to do in March? Oh, I'm sure what there's lots of other do? things. I mean, hiking. Hiking. You um, always go hiking. There's the Farmers Market from the guy from Boston. <laughs> um, there's um, oh, you know, I don't know when this one starts, but the do you know about the Jack London Yacht Race yet?
1: Oh, I've heard this is really fun. Yes. I don't know when it is though. So I
0: think it's in March. Let's go back and look. It's the okay. so we have this big yacht club. Yeah. On the Sonoma Creek.
1: Which is interesting. <laughs>
0: Which you can join. Okay. And uh, they race boats, which are 30-inch replicas okay. of Jack London's uh, sloop that he went around the world oh, on. Yeah. And hmm. they race it from the Jack London bar yeah. to another bar at the other end of town, <laughs> <Sounds right. laughs> as you do. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they take bets on that. And that's usually in March. Because wow. the creek is flowing through. I was well say, now. that
1: creek is rushing right now. It's rushing right, right now. Right now right. Yeah.
0: So you can do that. Um, and there's a whole bunch of different activities happening in, in March. Yeah. Um, the question about wine tasting passes. Um I have some insights, unless you want to jump in. I don't know this answer. So there is, uh, the county has a a county-wide wine tasting pass that they provide. Oh. We will have a plaza tasting pass that will launch in March. Okay. Basically, we're timing it with the Ribbit exhibit. That was our whole plan. (laughs) Brilliant. Of of course, right? why not <laughs> i
1: mean frogs and wine <laughs> exactly just...
0: they go together <laughs> yeah um <laughs> uh, no so we're doing uh, we'll have a cinema plaza one launching uh, very soon okay so they can do that and basically what those do is you can buy a, a, a like a passport or a tasting pass and it gets you tastings at different wineries oh, which, is, which is fabulous that's great yeah. and yeah. also at most of the, um, the visitor center we have a lot of two-for-one passes okay and all the information so There you go, which saves you a little bit of money to go join the wine club. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Okay, you're doing a good job. Oh, You're great. I'm going to put you in for a volunteer pass here. Here's (laughs) the final question that we got. Um, I'm visiting Sonoma Valley, and I'm from Malawi, and I'm interested in permaculture. Are there good places to learn about these practices in Sonoma Valley? Hmm. And is there a place where I can see redwood trees? Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know about permaculture, but I do think that the Benzinger... Winery at being biodynamic um, really showcases the importance of relationships between different types of plants and um, natural pesticides and um, like um, attracting pollinators and insects with different plants. So I think that would be a good place That's to go a great see. Exam. And
0: they have a tour. And yeah, it's
1: great uh, tour, a tractor tour. Tractor How fun tour is that.
0: So it's fun, and they do a really good job of that. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay.
1: And I think the Sonoma Garden Park also is a nice place to go that's yep. run by Sonoma Ecology Center yep. and they've got I know they grow food and they do. they're doing all kinds of kind of creative and um experimental uh horticulture I think so I think those two places would be good to see
0: that's a great idea okay what about are there any redwood trees in Sonoma Armstrong Redwoods and <laughs> Guernville.
1: it's one of my favorite places it's cold in the winter
0: Yes, it, it, it actually is. Yeah. I will give you cold because the, yeah. the, 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 it is not a deciduous tree, so it keeps its leaves. So um, when it's winter, if yeah. the sun's not getting down there, uh, it might be a little bit wetter, yeah. and it is actually chilly.
1: It's a different experience in the winter than it is in the summer. In
0: the summer, people go there to be cool. Yeah,
1: that's right. And, and yeah. it's
0: like a, it's a pleasant cool. It's like sixty-five. Yeah. And it's wonderful, oh, especially so when it's like a hundred degrees, especially here in Sonoma Valley. If it gets warm, yeah. You go, you know, to are Like, oh, this is wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. In this, in the winter, what I do like about it though is because there's less people. Hmm. Uh, the river is running. Oh, yeah. uh, and salmon run up that little creek. So oh, you got to look. Nice. But, yeah, so there's actually spawning salmon and stuff oh, like wow. that coming up from the Russian River up to, uh, I think it's Feist Creek up there. Huh. But, yeah, so you can get redwoods at Armstrong Woods, old growth. Um, I, my big joke is that there are redwoods in the plaza. They were planted there, so they're not, they're not like the old growth ones that yeah. you want. But, you can but see
1: redwoods those. at Sonoma Botanical <laughs> Gardens. <laughs> at Sonoma Botanical Gardens, <laughs> right,
0: because they're planted. And the yeah. redwood's a fast-growing tree. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a matter of fact, redwoods grow... Um, around the world, I think it's only in California and Asia. Yeah, China. Has a, a redwood, right? And we
1: have one of the, um, we have a specimen. Oh, you do? From China. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: It's called the Don Redwood or something. I had a look. It's, it's, it's a slightly different looking redwood, but it's up there. Um, I'm not a redwoodologist. Okay. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember the name, the scientific yeah. name for it. It's um, like Metasequoia or something okay. like that.
0: Anyway. it'll roll like yeah. tomorrow when you're yeah. doing something else. You're like, that's, that's the name there. Jeannie, um, you, you you answered all the questions.
1: Great. Okay. Wasn't that easy? That was pretty easy. You're a genius. This yeah. is so
0: simple. <laughs> um, do you have any, is there anything else that I forgot to ask you about botanical garden?
1: I mean, I get, I would say one thing, speaking oh, yeah. of wine on the plaza, yes. we have a vineyard partner, La Prenda, and La Prenda has a tasting room on the plaza oh, yeah. and we have, I think we might be the only botanical garden to have its own vintage. I think.
0: Yeah, I didn't know. Okay, you actually have a labeled. I'm taking a photo here of you and that. that exciting? There. So you have your own label on a wine.
1: We do. It's a Cabernet from our From your Cabernet right vineyard there. from okay. our property. Ned is a fifth generation, I want to say. Um um, grower, okay, and he actually has he's been working to um, make it certified organic. Okay, and he did that after three years of farming it. So we're that's very wonderful. proud of it. Okay, yeah, super exciting. Right, we're so, excited to see what the next vintage looks like. Can
0: people buy these bottles somewhere
1: in at La Prenda at the you tasting can. room? Okay, mm-hmm. that's fantastic. Well, and if you're a member of Sonoma Botanical Gardens, you get thirty percent off
0: such a deal That's such a deal, a deal. <laughs> and so if i if i recall correctly the website for more information about you is what sonomabg.org Okay, cinemabg.org. Jeannie, you've been wonderful. So thanks Thanks, for coming on. Glad to have you here. Thanks, everyone. Um, And everyone, after you've gone to cinemabg.org and you want more information, go to cinemavalley.com for information, deals, special offers, and all the events, including even ones that aren't happening at the Botanical Garden, we'll tell you about. But (laughs) go to the Botanical Garden first. Mom and Dad, thanks for listening. We'll see everybody next week. Bye-bye.